What is going on Cape Cod? It's your host Zach here. I want to first off apologize that it has taken so long to get you a new podcast. I've recently become a new father of twins and it has completely zapped my time. It's a great experience. Everything has been awesome, but it has totally pulled me away from the responsibility of providing you guys with some great podcasts and some learning experiences and learning about the amazing businesses of Cape Cod. So without further ado, let's get to this podcast. Liz Miles, great individual, runs small, uh, excuse me, runs White Lion Baking Company here in Mashpee. And uh, check it out. Let me know what you think about it. And as always, I appreciate you listening. Thanks so much. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Small Business Podcast of Cape Cod. I'm your host, Zach. I'm here today with Liz Miles of the White Lion Baking Company here in Mashpee. Uh, welcome. Thank you. We are on episode number four, so we're going to get to know a little bit about her, her business. and uh, So yeah, let's get to know a little bit about you, Liz. Thanks for having us. Thanks for asking. Um, so yeah, I'm the owner of White Lion Baking Company. Um, we have been in this location for six years. I put it in my house the first year in 2012. Um, I bought it from a couple in Brookline who had started it and thought about taking it out of their house into a bigger space, um, but that's a huge jump. Um, and I had never really started a business before. I was very familiar with kitchens and bakeries, um, but I wasn't very confident in, in the basis of a, of a business. What were you doing before that? <clears throat> I was a private chef. Oh, you were? Okay. Yeah, and before that, I was a pastry chef. Okay, so you had already been working out of your house? before then? Um, a little bit. I would usually go over to um, the, the people I would cook for. I would cook out of their home. Okay. Um, mostly. Sometimes do some prep at home. Nice. Um, yeah. And before that, I was a pastry chef in Boston and I would help um, business owners up, open up their restaurants and kitchens as their pastry chef. Right. So you do have yeah. a little bit of business, but not your own. Right. Business, exactly. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. So took it off them from Brookline and then <clears throat> did you immediately come down to Mashpee? After you, you know, you went straight from your house then to Mashpee, is that yeah. what you turned into? Yep, I was living in Woods Hole at the time um, and had it there for a year. And I decided when I bought it that I wanted to go into Whole Foods, take it national, and sell it. That was my goal. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it was a very clear and very ambitious uh, goal to have. And it's been working out so far. I, I know I was talking <laughs> earlier. I, that's the first place I saw you guys was in the Whole Foods up in Hang or Hanover, Hang on that area. Yeah, right. And, um, Right. Um, awesome. So that's been working well. It has. I mean, I I don't think that I grasped the work to to take a business from home to an industrial kitchen to wholesale and get it nationwide. Um, so uh, yeah, it's a big process. It's a big process. <laughs> it's more than I knew. What What do you think the most challenging thing has been so far? I mean, I'm sure different points along the way have been crazy, but if you can think of one thing recently that's been um. It's, you know, I, I'm as a business owner, I tend to take things slow because I think that one of the biggest mistakes you can make is to just make, uh, jump in and make fast decisions, impulse decisions on your business. Um, so thankfully, we've always grown, um, albeit slowly. Um, but so I think that the hardest part with this has been just the seasonality of Cape Cod you know, the cash flow with the Cape. So the summers are great. Um, November and December is fabulous. We have a ton of loyal customers and lots of year round people, but you know, we really depend on the summertime, um, tourists to, to come in, um, and, uh, buy our goods. Of course. So <clears throat> wholesale has been amazing. So I, it's, it's, you know, focusing between 
keeping everything fun and beautiful and delicious for our retail customers while growing the wholesale. It's multitasking at its finest. Um, so <clears throat> we decided last year to close um, January till May, okay. and that was a great decision. It let us focus on the wholesale part. And this year we're closing down uh, right after Christmas until Memorial Day weekend as well. So that will give you the ability to take it, take the off season with the off season of right. the rest of the Cape. Got right. It. Okay. Um, so it, then I guess that leads to my next question: Is why did you originally pick the Cape? Do you live here locally, or I do. Yeah. So I was in I was in Woods Hole, like I said, and um, oh, I was right. yeah. No, it's okay. Um, I was. I, and now I'm in Falmouth, um, and my family's here, mm -hmm. and just, you know, you kind of love where you live. I can see yeah. this being in Boston or Providence and having, you know, a really steady year-round business, but I don't, I lived in Boston when I was younger, and I'm pretty yeah, so good with the city. Were you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a good area, but <clears throat> there's definitely benefits to the Cape, as you know. Right. You know, there's yeah. benefits and drawbacks to exactly. both, right? There's no real seasonality in Boston where there is in the Cape. Right. And... It's hustle and bustle all the time in Boston. Right. Cape, so. Right. And so raising a child, I didn't want to raise them in Boston. Yeah. And I would rather be here. Um, and so basically to have the wholesale business that we do is to kind of, you know, be in all the stores around Boston and be able to draw from that as well, which is, is what keeps us going year round. Nice. So how did you get involved with Whole Foods? Um, I, I have no idea how that even process starts, never mind. Yeah, so apparently it's really difficult and a big deal, a lot of people say. Um, I think ignorance is bliss because mm -hmm. I did not go in there with any preconceived notions about it. I was like, Whole Foods is going to want this stuff, it's delicious, and it's just going to work. And that's exactly what happened, which is um, kind of unique, awesome. I'm finding out. Yeah. Well, actually, before we get into that story... Uh -huh. The most important part of the story. What is it you guys do? Yes, you're a bakery, but what specifically? Oh yeah, I that's completely important. Left that part out. So yeah, sorry. So she, yes. White Lion Baking Company. Obviously, they deal with baking goods. But what exactly is special about your company, or what makes you different? Great question. Um, we are very unique. Uh, we are gluten free, but we're not just gluten free. We're also grain free, cool. and we're certified okay. gluten free. Um, so we don't allow any gluten into the facility. Any of my employees, I ask them if they are bringing a gluten lunch that they eat outside at the staff area. Um, so we're really, really concerned about any cross-contamination, which for someone who has celiac, that's a really big deal to see that sign and that logo that we um, invest so seriously yeah. in making sure that our food is gluten-free. No, that's great. I mean, I, we were talking earlier, my mother and my grandmother both have it, and it's something that it's rare to find. So right. It's very hard to find a facility that does that and business that does that. So right. It's great that you offer that. Thank you. Um, and then, you know, there are other gluten-free bakeries out there that are delicious. Uh, what makes us different from that, in addition, is that we are grain-free, so we're not using any corn. Okay or soy or rice um yeah and we're also using organic honey mostly to sweeten everything with sometimes some organic palm sugar which comes from the coconut uh tree okay so yeah that makes us quite different from from other places for sure definitely yeah you, from your own perspective how does it change the taste at all is it relatively the same can you take taste excuse me can you taste the difference i mean so a lot of people will say that our stuff doesn't have that sort of grainy texture on their tongue that a lot of gluten-free things have and that's literally because we're we're no, grain free exactly. <laughs> makes sense so it's not grainy um okay that's cool and then organic honey i think our stuff isn't as sweet as other things it is still sweet mm -hmm. um but it it doesn't give you that like punch in the face sugar rush that you get from white sugar gotcha. you pop like an m&m in your mouth and you're like, right you know this is basically right. a drop of sugar as exactly to 
a natural tone and feeling. Exactly, um, right. Yeah, we have minimal ingredients. We use coconut oil to, um, to use instead of butter mostly. So a lot of people are dairy-free these days as well. Mm -hmm. We have a ton of food that's dairy-free. Um, we try to find, you know, vegan, we're trying to, to, everybody is on a sort of special diet, it feels like, sure. lately. Especially with sweets, they want Right, yeah, exactly, food. exactly. So we, we try to have something for everybody's diet. Great, awesome. So you purchased it from the family in Brookline, and how long ago was that? That was in 2012. 2012, so uh -huh. that was seven, almost eight years now? Right. Awesome. What has been some of the, your favorite parts of the business? Let's start there. Favorite parts, least favorite parts, obviously... You said you didn't have a lot of experience getting into this to start. You had a lot of pastry experience and, and baking experience, but not necessarily the business side. So right. maybe that's it. Uh, why don't you elaborate on that a little bit? Tell sure. me more about it. Um, I, I have enjoyed the challenge of growing it. Okay. Um, it's, it's, I could never sit in an office behind a computer. I love multitasking. I love um, doing a million things at once. Uh, bringing my food to different grocery stores and sitting with a buyer and saying, hey, you need to try this. Yeah. And then being a little nonchalant or disinterested, and then they take a bite and they're like, this is really good. And then they want to carry it. And that gives me so much joy. That's awesome. The other thing that makes me super happy, and it's probably actually my, one of my, I think it's my favorite thing, is for people who can't eat gluten and they haven't had cheesecake in like 20 years or a birthday cake in a long time mm -hmm. and they come in here and they're so happy to finally have a dessert or you know a bread roll or something that they can have that's that awesome. makes me really happy to, really, just to feed people that's awesome you know just to see the joy kind of yeah food, food can really be a good connector for people for sure right i've seen it plenty of times and it's definitely an awesome experience right so i guess the flip side of that i guess we probably should have started with the least favorite <laughs> part of the business but you know we started on a good note we'll go to an okay note and we'll bring it back right that. um so what's been your least favorite part of the business um you know the day-to-day -day management is always uh a little mundane to me i yeah. guess which is why people have managers yeah. um <laughs> i'm blessed with amazing staff um you know, but that takes a lot of work to find the right people, to retain the right people, sure. um, and to develop a work culture that is, you know, just easy and fun, and everybody does their job well and gets along. And yeah. um, so, so we have a good a good core group. So how many? So has it broken up into like bakers and then salespeople, and then is that kind of how the business is run, or does everybody kind of do everything? It's not obviously you do everything. It seems. As it, well. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> Sense the business right. owner, but you know, do you have certain tasks for certain people? Are you actually looking for anybody now, or I am looking for someone right now? Um, so I'll go back to what you first asked. I we have I try to train everybody to do a couple of different things, right? So one of my main bakers, she does the baking, but she can also do some of the packaging because once we bake and we're we're going out to our wholesale stores, we have to put them in packages Got it. Um, and label them correctly and make sure everything's dated and the traceability factor. So I have you know someone like her, she'll do a couple of different things if I have a counter person in their slow time I'll have them labeling packages um, I have a dishwasher that is fabulous she focuses on dishes and in her spare time she's packing up the granola so everybody has a few things that they focus on um, I am obviously you know doing everything and and you know so yeah and then some right and then some and then some more uh, yeah yeah no that's great so but it's definitely like you said it's it's a Thing. it's an extra thing you have to do the, the amount of tasks you have to do i think is it's fun but the fact is, is you're spending a lot of energy is what i'm getting from you right so the spending of a lot of energy is you know 
obviously if we could sit back, relax, and hang out with our kids, we'd right. love to do that. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, we got to do what we got to do to keep the business running. Right. And yeah. And I think, I think any business owner, you know, you come to that realization is that it's not always pretty. And I don't, I don't know that the general public gets that, yeah. um, which is fine. We, we need to make it always look mm-hmm. really pretty. Um, of course. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people love that, speaking of pretty, that we have an open kitchen here. Yeah, it's um, really nice. You walk right in, you can see everything you're doing. Right. People love that. You can. It's very transparent. Like, exactly. this is our food. This is what we're making. These are gallons of, uh, five-gallon buckets of honey. Um, we're not sneaking anything in, you know, it's, yeah. and it's very clean. Um, so people enjoy that. Great. So where do you see yourself in five years? And then on that is, what do you wish you knew five years ago that you do know now? Sure. However you want to phase that one or the other. So I see myself in five years probably in a um, bigger facility. Okay. Um, we just a few days ago got a giant refrigerator put out back. Yeah, you showed um, me earlier. It's yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's enormous. It's bigger than you can think of. It's almost bigger than the store. Right. <laughs> it's a little crazy. <laughs> so... Um, that's exciting um, because we were just accepted into 43 new Whole Foods with our cupcakes and brownies oh, wow. and um, magic bars. Yeah. That's great. So we'll have to do, we'll definitely have to talk about that after this sure. question here. Yeah. I definitely want to know more about that. Right. Awesome. Right. So um, I, I just, I see probably outgrowing this space. Um, my goal always has been and will be to bring clean gluten-free food um, as, as far as I can go, um, you know, I would like to bring it nationwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what a lot of our customers comment on is it's just, there's not, there's no junk in it and that's what they appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's what I would like to be in five years. Um, and then five, five years ago, what I wish I had known is just that I don't have to, um, do every single thing that I can focus, like focus more on the things that do really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you only have so much energy and time and space. And if something isn't doing great, just remove it. Yeah. And I'm so sorry to the 10 customers that might've bought it, but, sure. <laughs> but it's well, that, okay. Well, that's what I was gonna ask. So you're talking about product specific. Right. Yeah, so focus on the products that are working for you or the items that are working right. for you. Right, right. And focus on a goal because the more you can focus on a goal, the quickly, quicker you will get there. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't dilute everything. Yeah. Right. Important, important little tidbit for any business owners or new people out there. Try not to catch it all. If you're trying to catch it all, you probably won't. And hone in and pick that one thing that is working. Right. And really make it a 10 as opposed to four things at an eight. Right. You'd rather have that one thing at a 10. Correct. Awesome. So more about this Whole Foods thing. So I, I told you earlier in the podcast, the first time I'd actually seen you was in the actual Whole Foods up at Hingham and Hanover. But the process, we kind of have our stuff and we'll bring it back now. How did you get into Whole Foods? What was that process like? And, and 43 new ones, that's, that's huge. Are they all in Massachusetts? Are they going to be in other states? Or um, So we... Uh, actually, when I bought the company, my goal was, uh, and I, I can't remember if I mentioned this already, but um, my goal was to uh, get into all of the Whole Foods across the nation, yep. which was definitely ambitious. Mm-hmm. And so I was in my house still, and I went up to Whole Foods Hingham yep. with just a very um, innocent, naive way. I, I just was like, I need to talk to the person who would want to buy these baking mixes. <laughs> and... Um, 
And he looked at me with just kind of like, oh my God, another gluten-free company. I can't deal. And he, he might've said something like that too. He's a lovely human being, yeah. but he wasn't really enthused. And um, he sat down with me and looked at the packaging, asked me a bunch of questions, brought over his healthy eating specialist. And then they took a bite of, into the muffins that I had brought that matched the mixes I brought. And his eyes got really big. And he was like, how, how do these taste good? Why aren't these that grainy, gritty texture on my tongue? Yeah. And I explained it to him that because we're grain free and all of that. And he was like, great, I want to carry you. And I was like, cool. Yeah, I thought, I thought awesome. you would, right? Yeah. So, you know, later I find out that it's super difficult to get into Whole Foods from what I've heard. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I just felt like it would be a good fit. And besides Whole Foods, we have a ton of small businesses that carry us, like Windfall Market, Coffee Obsession, Great. Um, The Daily Brew. We've got Katuit, uh Fresh Market in Katuit, um that support us and, and our clients go there, our customers go there um, in the off-season when we're closed. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. that's, a, that's great, because that's the other thing I was going to say is, you know, you got Whole Foods up in Hyannis and on the Cape, which is the only place. But if right. you don't live near Hyannis, you're probably not going to make the way up there. Yep. And if you're not close to Mashpee and you're closed during the off-season, sometimes you've got other places around that right. still carry your products, which is great. So if you do want to have that ability to get some White Lion Baking Company flowers, cake mixes, what have you, we can still do that. We don't make those anymore, by the way. <laughs> that's fine. You, you, you yeah. just said it earlier. Right. <laughs> that's problem. what I took off. You took off something, right. and that's fine. you, yeah. you got to get a hone on things that are special and right. making your company grow. You know? Right. And then at some point down the line, if it ends up working out and you end up finding a new formula or you can do it right. better in the future, exactly. maybe you'll go back to it. But exactly. you're a business, you got to grow. It makes right. sense. Yeah. So, awesome. So... From there, you got into that store in Hingham. Yep. And then that just chained you into other ones? or Yeah, so when you are a small business and a local business and you're trying to get into that, the, the Whole Foods stores, you, you basically go buyer to buyer. I think there might be a few different ways of approaching it, but I was small. I didn't want to take on all of the stores at once sure. because that's overwhelming. I yeah. think at the time there were like 38 uh, stores about seven years ago. Now there's 43 or 44. Okay. Um, they just opened one in Beverly. So, so I took, 43 covers the Massachusetts state. Um, actually, no, it's, there's one in Maine, okay. no, none in Vermont. Um, there are a few in Rhode Island. There are a few in Connecticut that, that covers this North Atlantic region. Mm -hmm. The rest of those in Connecticut cover a different region that we're not in. Um, what state am I missing? And the rest, I think, are in Massachusetts. Oh, New Hampshire. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a few in New Hampshire as well. Nice. So th that covers the North Atlantic region. Um, and so I basically just got into like maybe seven to ten with baking mixes. Then I developed a granola and then put in cookies and crackers. And they just kind of kept making room on their shelves for us, which was great. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then brought that up to getting into all of the stores. But I was shipping direct through UPS, which uh, is a lot of work. Um, and expensive. Shipping, and expensive, right. Extremely expensive. Exactly. So finally, I went with the next logical step, which was to get a distributor. We work with Boston Gourmet Chefs. Okay. Um, so for the last year and a half, we've worked with them. They come down, they pick up all of our boxes, and then they go to Whole Foods a couple times a week. And it's way easier for the buyers at Whole Foods because they're sure. working with them to bring in other food anyway. Exactly. So this past winter when we were closed, um, we talked to the bakery buyer for all of the stores, and she said, hey, let's try your cupcakes, magic bars, and brownies in some of our busiest stores. So we went into seven of their busiest stores, um, 
and tried that out for a few months. It went really well. And they accepted us into all of their stores, all 43 in this region for this new line. So that's why we got the, the refrigeration in yeah. is because we are as of, I, I think this week actually, so if anyone's you're gonna, listening, you just have to start cranking up. Yeah. yeah so. If anyone's listening, we're hiring. Yeah. If you're a baker out there, for sure. And uh, a counter person. Reach out to her. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Reach out to her, and um, there's some good opportunities. It sounds like in the future. Yeah. Probably, which is great. Awesome. So, do we know about your business? I want to get to know a little bit more about you, and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. So you said you live over in Falmouth. You were a pastry chef. Why? Why did you pick that for as your like food of choice? Was it just what you fell into? Did you go to school for that? I did. Um, I I was raised in Michigan, and I had this have. I don't know why I said past tense. Sorry, she's ninety five and she's doing great. Okay, great. Let's keep let's keep her on the current. Let's keep her present. So she um, raised me to bake. And she raised me to garden and pick mushrooms and go fishing. And she's nice. just, she's amazing. So uh, I grew up with a love of food and baking. And when I was about 19, I went to the Culinary Institute of America for baking and pastry for okay. a year. Yeah. So I just loved it. It was my passion. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah I'm just curious if it was like that or steaks, you know, if you had right. to choose between the two of them, I think you picked the better of them, just Thanks. to be honest. But uh -huh. <clears throat> awesome. So we've talked about what your dream was, you know, I'm always interested to find out as a business owner, what do you think is more important? And I think we've already kind of covered this, you know, to have a broad knowledge of your entire business or the entire baking field or right. a deep specific base. And I think, you know, you spoke about that. Yeah, I, the, this tr business is tricky because you can be an amazing baker and have no business sense, right? Yeah. Maybe we don't. No, you get, I don't know. it makes sense. Does it yeah, make sense? It totally makes sense I because feel, you could be, you could, that's the difference between working in a restaurant and owning the restaurant, right? right? <laughs> right. A lot of restaurant owners are also the chefs. Right. Doesn't mean they're always going to be, I mean, you see the turnover on the Cape, especially businesses, new restaurants come in like cake work and why right. that is, is you know there's tons of different reasons why but i know one of them specifically is because the chef is very good at cooking but not very good at managing and, and doing a business right right so if you don't have that secondary piece to it where you have somebody else running the business or you work with somebody in partnership sometimes it yeah. fails right? right you are in the fortunate situation where you were able to do both you can be the chef and you can run the business and it's worked out great right not always going to be the case right so. right I, and i think that as a business owner a lot of it is um really listening to your intuition with things mm -hmm. um i've it's every single day just it's choices and decisions and what is best for the company in the immediate but also in the future and you're it, it's a constant balance sure. right and I think, I think to your point too, it's also what's best for the business. You yourself, Liz, are the business, but but you're not necessarily making the best decision for Liz. You're making the best decision for White Line Baking Company. Constantly. And you, that, that's right. the big differentiation. Is some people are like, oh, well, I want to go on vacation. Yeah, well, you kind of need the chef, right? right. You kind of need to cook the food or bake right. the cookies. So you need to do what's best for. Right, and, and coming back to that though as well, as a business owner, you have to take care of yourself as well though. So that is, and your family, right? So that's a constant, um, just, yeah, it's just a constant balancing act really of going on vacation. I mean, part of the reason why we close in the winter is because it is so slow, but it's also because then I take Saturdays and Sundays and I'm with my son. Yeah. Because right now I'm here on Saturdays and I love seeing my customers and I love being here, but I also miss being with well, him. he's growing up. I mean, right. You want to be there for his life. You don't right. want to just 
dish it off with the nanny or the, right. the babysitter and be right. like, you know, ah, whatever. You know? Exactly. So that totally makes sense. Awesome. So, so do you have any sort of um, philanthropic events? I don't know if it's events. I don't even know the word for it. Philanthropic endeavors. Endeavors. Do you go through or do you support? Um, you know, we set aside money every month for charities. So we support local events, okay. uh, local causes. Yeah. Um, so whether it is supporting the local police stations and veterans locally, or it seems like lately there have been a lot of fundraisers for uh, for sick people, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Yeah, um, and so, you know, um, it is. It's really sad. And it feels like there's been a lot of younger people who are getting sick. So we're approached a lot um, for, you know, just gift cards or, or money to, to be given for uh, raffles or fundraisers and stuff yeah. like that. So you do do some charities locally, which is awesome. You're, you're yep. kind of growing through that. And as your business grows, I'm sure that will also grow as well. Yeah, absolutely. And then I have a lot of people who are, are um, starting their own businesses. And it's hugely flattering to me that they, they would like advice. Um, so I do try to set aside time um, weekly or monthly for people who have questions, right? So I have a lot of people ask if I'll sit down with them and talk about their their blossoming business, and um, you know if I have time I'll sit down. Otherwise I'll do I'll do uh, question answers over email and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, well that's great. Just like this with the podcast, right? right? I mean, let's be honest, we're only four episodes in, people. So get those <laughs> ratings up so we can get more people. But um, I appreciate you taking the time with me. I mean, you're definitely looking out for the long haul as well as for the little guy. So you're looking at the big and the little both at the same time. Yeah, I mean, great. thank you. I, I still consider myself very little, but I have some years of just doing this right. under my belt. I don't have a degree in business, um, but I feel like to anyone who's thinking of starting a business, you don't need a degree in business. You need common sense. You need to make a list and you need to ask people questions who know more than you do. That's all I did. Really, and it works. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, asking get smacked in the face is better than not right. asking at all. So it really, that's what it comes up. Look, at she got into Whole Foods here just by asking the guy that worked there, who you know, who she needs to talk to. She could have not done that, and she would still be here in Mashpee, being local, doing small little stuff during the season. But and now she's in Whole Foods. So, you know, nothing but good things for you and your business to come. It sounds like, you know, I'm very hopeful for you and it seems like it's going to be great. So thank you. Just to recap it real quick, Liz Miles, owner here at White Lion Baking Company. She deals with, remind me again, it's gluten free, grain free yep. baking goods. Right. Anything else I missed there? Nope. It's okay. Awesome. Uh, no refined sugar. That's oh, kind no of a big one. Yeah, perfect. So. It's good. She knows her business better than I do, which makes sense. Um, so, yeah, she's over here on 151. Do you have the exact address? 439 Nathan Ellis Highway, otherwise known as 151, Suite 1 in Mashpee. Awesome. Definitely stop by, check it out, grab a muffin, grab a cookie, grab what's your biggest, most popular thing that you guys have? Magic bars, brownies, Magic cupcakes. Bar, brownies, yeah. Cupcakes. Definitely check them out. And, um, yeah, thanks for joining us, and we will see you guys in the next one. Appreciate your time, Liz. Thank you. Thanks. All right, there you have it, Liz Miles of the White Lion Baking Company. Such a great time. Her business is amazing. Such a great space, great community of people that work there. Definitely, definitely, definitely check them out. All right, so if you are enjoying this process as much as I am, learning about the small businesses that are on Cape Cod, please, please, please do us a favor. Like, comment, subscribe, share it with a friend, maybe two if you really, really like it. We'd really appreciate it. Also, if you are a business on Cape Cod or you have a friend, a family member, 
you know, just anybody that you know that runs a business on Cape Cod that you think would like to be a part of this podcast, or if you would like to be a part of this podcast yourself, let us know. Send us an email. Email address is the sbpocc at gmail.com. Again, the sbpocc at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your story. We'd love to share that story with the community. Again, our mission here is to grow the Cape to be as big as it possibly can be. And you are part of the Cape and we want you on. So let us know. Send us an email. Thank you again for listening. Really hope you're getting some value out of this. And we will catch you guys on the next episode. Appreciate it.